Welcome to this podcast produced by Imagine, your resource for early childhood music therapy. Imagine is published by De La Vista Publishing can be found on the web at www.imagine.musictherapy.biz. This podcast is entitled Communication Toolkit, a Universal Design Approach to Inclusion in the Preschool Classroom and presented by Anita Gutberry. Dr. Anita Gutberry is the Director of Music Therapy at Marywood University. She also serves as the North American Regional Liaison for the World Federation of Music Therapy. Utilizing different strategies and resources to promote communication is essential in music therapy practice. This research-based podcast discusses the use of the universal design in the development of a communication toolkit. The ability to communicate effectively is an essential part of successful inclusion in early childhood educational settings. Communication is necessary for active participation, learning, responding, voicing one's needs and ideas, and making friends. However, communication may be a challenge for several individuals. Some children may not have the opportunity to communicate if they do not have access to resources and qualified personnel. Here's where the universal design concept can come in. Universal design is a theory that started in the architecture world, but has transferred to education and early childhood education. Universal design assists in creating environments where individuals can function and fit in with the addition of fewer accommodations or physical adjustments. Basically, it allows everyone equal access to learning and participation in life. Common examples of universal design are ramps, in addition to stairs, elevators, and automatic doors. Interestingly enough, several times these um, products are put into place for the reason of universal design, but then everyone ends up using them anyway. <laughs> so facilities that utilize universal design set up environments that are ready for children with differing needs. These environments portray equality and belonging for all. Best Universal Designs helps eliminate discrimination and stigmatization, which is very important, especially at the early childhood level. One way to foster universal design in regard to communication is to have a toolkit in every learning or therapy environment. This kit can include different ways to enhance both receptive and expressive communication. It could include visual ways to communicate and also vocal output devices, which is an electronic device that, when pressed, will actually speak um, with recorded voice. Um, some simple ways to do this in your sessions are to utilize uh, the things that you might already have, such as a digital camera. You can take pictures of items that you might use in your session or learning environment and laminate them so that you can then use them for communication assistance. Other children might need actual 3D objects to represent what they want to communicate. So having a handful of different objects or um, stuffed animals, things like that, dolls are also good ways to communicate. Another way would be to utilize a switch. A switch is a low-tech means of communication. They're usually a large button and are battery-powered. You can record short phrases into them for communication purposes. So then you can have them available for children to hit the button and then the short phrase will be vocalized. Most of the time, early childhood teachers report that low-tech items are most useful in a toolkit. 
because they can be used for several different children. However, sometimes higher tech items are also very helpful, especially now with the prevalence of the iPad. There are some communication apps that are very easy to use and can be versatile within the early childhood setting. Some of my favorites are Prolet2Go and Pictello. Prolet2Go is a user-friendly pictorial communication system. With this app, you can have different pages and create different folders for various aspects of your session or educational environment. The app allows single word, phrases, or complete sentence communication. Remember that when you're programming communication choices into an augmentative and alternative communication system, such as this Prolet2Go app, utilize phrases and words that you typically hear from children of, that are the same age as your client in similar environments. We want them to be able to say things that their peers are saying or that they would be inclined to say in such a situation. It's also helpful to use a voice for the vocal output that sounds like something like a, a child might say. So if I have a young female child, I would inc- want to find a voice that sounds like a young female child, not a uh, old 65-year-old male. <laughs> I want the, ch- the voice and the communication system to be as realistic as possible so that the child will feel comfortable uh, communicating within the environment. Another app that I like to use for the iPad is Pictello. Pictello is an app that allows a person to create a talking storybook. And so you can incorporate pictures and also the vocal output so the child can communicate a story. This is really helpful for the beginning of a early childhood session where children might be saying what they had done over the weekend or maybe on a vacation and telling other students. That way the, um, the child and their parents or the therapist or teacher can help program everything into the app already so that the child can then share their story as well. Another way that you could use the Pictello is to pick social stories if, you're, if the child is one that benefits from social stories or as a way for the child to tell the parent what they did in school or in therapy that day. Oftentimes parents love to hear about what their child did each day and this is a great way for the child to be involved in it. So instead of talking just with the child there in the presence, the child can actually share what they did since they had created it through the Pictello app. Of course, some children will need items that are not in the toolkit or they may already have an AAC system in place. Yet having a toolkit allows more communication opportunities for all. It's um, ready and it's at hand and it's a proactive approach. Because if, if it is noted that a child needs a communication system, it could take months for the child to get evaluated and fitted with an appropriate system. So as to not lose so many communicative opportunities during this lag time, Uh, professionals and children would have immediate access to the tools available in the kit. You might see that as time goes on, you keep adding different things to your toolkit. This can only benefit the children that you will have in the future in your classroom or therapy environment. In addition to a supportive environment and appropriate resources, teachers and therapists need education about augmentative and alternative communication and who may be appropriate for referral to a speech-language pathologist for an evaluation. Teachers and therapists also need training on how to assist children in communication and how to use AAC systems. Unfortunately, most of the time, AAC training is not a typical part of education or music therapy programs. Until it is a typical part of the curriculum, music therapists and teachers can take continuing education courses. 
or learn from a speech-language pathologist. Whether it be through a therapy room toolkit or a customized AAC system, supporting communication is necessary for a child's success. Communication allows people to connect, share experiences, and gain new information. Music therapists can assist young children in developing these skills and become knowledgeable about AAC systems to include every child. With proper training, resources, and attitudes, children may experience the benefits of successful inclusion. Thanks for listening to this Imagine podcast produced in 2015.